1: Today's episode is brought to you by Fox and Stallion. Fox and Stallion is a Victorian mystery comedy fiction podcast about the best detective team on Baker Street. No, not that one. Season 2 will be airing in 2024 and is currently crowdfunding through May 1st. They have stickers, personalized in-universe thank-you letters with wax seal, calligraphy, and all of it, and even a tier where they solve a mystery that you send them. Uh, They do want me to note Fox and Stallion cannot guarantee the solving of any mysteries, but they will try their absolute hardest for three to five audio minutes. This show also has everything you could want. Jewel heists, asexual detectives, lavender marriages, and a really old cat. You can find and listen to Fox and Stallion anywhere you listen to podcasts or on their website, 224bbaker.com. That's 224bbaker.com.
2: High above the frozen surface of the earth, the wind screams through the webbed cable and galvanized trusses of the mighty lightning rig storepot. The highly individuated policies of lightning rigs ride the storms above the city to claw power from the firmament above, just as the putrescible waste collectors scoop it from the excrement below. Rarely do policies at these two extremes meet without sparks igniting between them. Here, Neil Henderson, a legend from the putrescible waste fields, has climbed his way to the flying strongholds of the Riggers, looking for answers. Cumulus Jane in her greasy coveralls and standard-issue rubber boots has been appointed to deal with him. She pulls, steadily on her cigar, transforming the thick air and mist around her head into a thin corona of ruddy light.
3: Mr. Henderson, Lucky Strike sends his regards, I need you to come with me.
2: Lead the way! A lightning rig is a perilous place at the best of times, and traveling around it in a mounting storm is no laughing matter. Even the calm and practiced movements of Cumulus Jane sometimes pause, uncertain in grappling the rig in such a tempest. The deck bucks and rolls beneath their feet as Cumulus Jane leads the way down a narrow catwalk.
3: We can't have you walking around on the deck, Mr. Henderson. I'm afraid you'll be obliged to take the long way. Here's your harness! I sure am glad to finally get myself lashed down. Just where do I need to go? There's only so much space up here. Right you are, Mr. Henderson. Not nearly enough space, as it happens. Grab the rails and follow me around.
2: Neil Henderson clings to a slippery rail, shimmying his bulk along as the wind plasters him to the rig. Still forward he presses, through sheets of rain lashing his body and gale-forced gusts threatening to sweep him overboard. Finally, pulling himself around a corner, he finds the leeward side of the massive vessel, and the wind quiets. Catching his breath, he sees Jane engaged in conversation with a grizzled rigger in
0: standard-issue sky gear.
3: Mr. Strike, sir!
0: Hey, shut up! Mr. Strike was my father.
3: Sorry, sir!
0: None of that sir business either. Call me lucky or keep your mouth shut. Now leave the tutor and go find someplace dry.
3: Sure thing, boss.
0: What did I just say?
3: Sorry, Mr. Strike,
0: Bah. Henderson, I've been waiting for you to show up. Give me a hand over here. We've got to furl these stay cells. Storm's coming.
3: I think it's here.
0: Nah, not yet. We're just warming up. Grab the slime.
3: I didn't come all the way up here to frill no stay-cells. I may not know much, but I know you know something about Allison. You know?
0: Yeah, I do. I'll tell you all about it, too. But first, grab this line and heave! So you came all the way up here to find Allison. It's a long way.
3: Yes, it is.
0: A long, cold wet way.
3: What do you know about it, anyway?
0: Plenty. We've kept an eye on you, Henderson. Ever since you turned up at Al's. You were supposed to be dead, you know.
3: I know. A dead man like me might not appreciate someone dogging him around the city. Might take it personal.
0: We don't plan to hurt you. Wish I could say the same. Look, you're involved with Allison, right? Well, so am I. What? Relax. It's not like that. We were business associates. Look, Allison's situation is a little complicated right now. You can go see her, but there are things you should know. Like what? To start, she wants me dead. And I want her off my crackling lightning rig. And why is that? You talk fancy? Never. Me neither. So let me say it's simple. Your girlfriend's not who you think she is. She's not even who I think she is.
3: Well, if she's not who I think she is and she's not who you think she is,
0: maybe you're thinking of the wrong person. I don't think so. Of course, you're right about Allison. She's not dead. And you're right twice, because she's up here. But you're wrong in a big way, kid. Here, pull with me. Heave!
3: What do you mean, I'm wrong?
0: You know how to clean a line? How to what? Like this, see? Mm -hmm. Here, do that with those three. Friend, look. I hate to be the one to break it to you, but Allison is not a very nice person. I might even go so far as to say untrustworthy or dangerous evil.
3: I know better. I don't think you do. You think you know her better than I do? I care about her and she cares about me.
0: You've been schlepping all around the city looking for a girl who wants nothing to do with you. She ran out on you, made a quick buck, and erased herself so no one could track her down. Especially you. You think she's going to be happy to see you? Of course she will. She thought I was dead this whole time. And she didn't care. (laughs) She got herself erased from every record in the computer in the city. And then she came up here to me. She asked me to put her somewhere so no one could find her. No one. I don't care
3: what you say. I know she's waiting for me.
0: You think waiting is all she's been doing? She came to me because she needed shelter. I put your girl up someplace special. A place where people go to disappear. It's a haven. An oasis. I
3: thought you didn't talk fancy.
0: It's a safe place, okay? And it's safe because nobody that goes there ever says one damn word about it to anyone. They don't talk to their family, their friends. They don't let anyone know they're still alive. And they damn sure don't rant on their neighbors. Eve! That's what she did. I offered her safety. And she sold information to Heartlife. A man died yesterday. A good friend of mine. His name was Tommy. He died because of her. Why would she do something like that? Why does anyone do anything? She got paid and she got power. (laughs) She's always
3: had expensive taste, but I've been saving money for her. Besides, she'd never
0: hurt anybody, not for money. Yeah, well, Heart Life set her up pretty good. She gets to run the place now, and in return, they get access to the one place in the city that they didn't control. Tie that line down. It makes me sick to think. Now this one. Believe what you want, but she'll tell you herself. And now I need her gone for good. Now that could mean she rides off into the sunset with her naive scat boyfriend, or could mean she suffers an unfortunate accident. The rigs are dangerous, get me?
3: You had better not be saying what I think you're saying. If you're willing to threaten a lady, perhaps I should introduce you to Betsy here.
0: I might put that shovel away if I were you. You think I'm scared of a little conductive metal? No. But my crewmates get a little trigger-happy when people wave sharp objects at me. Loyal to a fault. You didn't think we were alone up here, did you? Look, I'm getting soft in my old age. You've been allowed up here because I hope we can resolve this without any more shooting or shoveling or plummeting. You can go sweep her off her feet if you can, but everything I've said is true. She returned my hospitality by selling out my people, taking over my territory, and endangering every person up here.
3: It just can't be. If it is,
0: I've known her since we were kids. She'd have to have been
3: lying to me about who she is since since we were just little ones. She'd have to be so
0: cruel. I admire your faith in her, but I promise she doesn't return the feeling. Would you like to see your girlfriend now? I figure either I'm right and she kills you, in which case you're not my problem anymore. Or you're right, and you two ride into the sunset and live happily ever after, in which case neither of you are my problem anymore. Take me to her. All right. Just remember that I told you. Allison is a cold-blooded murderer. She ran away from you, stabbed my friends in the back, stabbed you in the back, and you're still running to her like a lost little... What the hell's that animal that used to hang around people when there were still animals? Um, Squirrel? Like a lost little squirrel running to its master. Here, one more. All right, tie that down. I'm calling Jane back here. She'll take you to Allison. You've got quite a trip ahead of you. Why? Where is she? Like I said, she's in a special place where we take people who are looking to stay off the company's radar. It's another lightning rig. But this one is tough to get to. And it's crewed by the dead. Do you think I'm
3: stupid? I don't believe the Woken could crew a push cart, let alone a lightning rig.
0: Not that kind of dead. This rig is crewed by folks with altered corporate records. They're dead as far as heart life is concerned.
3: Here, boss.
0: Today is not the day, Jane. Take Mr. Henderson here on a walk.
3: Okay, lucky. Where are we walking?
0: He wants to go see Allison.
3: You expect me to go all the way out to the binnacle in this chop?
0: Go carefully do it as a favor to me. Besides, Mr. Henderson has this tendency to keep living no matter what, so stay close to him and you'll be fine.
2: Your concern for my
3: safety is touching.
0: I promise I'll always see you come back safe.
3: Well, that's reassuring. Come on, Henderson, we'd better get
2: What could await our hero in an adventure to the binnacle? A secret lightning rig full of outlaws seems daunting enough a prospect. Even getting to other parts of the Stormhawk has been perilous. How terrifying, how harrowing, how death-defying might a passage between one Methuseloid juggernaut of the sky and another be? Find out next time as the story of our fair city continues.
1: The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.
2: In the year 1889, there was nowhere in the world more exciting than London, England.
3: Free cheers for Inspector Lestrade and the bad boys of Baker Street themselves, Sherlock Holmes
0: and Dr.
2: John Watson! Solved. Sold! By Sherlock, bloody Holmes of 221 B Baker Street. Well, with any luck, we'll get a new brutal murder any day now.
3: God, I wish. It's truly shocking you haven't solved anything in five years.
2: The boys are both out of town for some case about a dog in Dartmoor this weekend. Sincerely, Martha Hudson. London's number two detective team just became number one. Fox and Stallion. Find us on Twitter, Instagram and Tumblr at 224b baker or on our website 224bbaker.com. It's like they say big breaks are 90% luck. What's the other 10%? Luck.